Okay, and we're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Horizon Weekly Insider number 154. Today is Monday, October 3rd. Thank you for joining us, and please be aware that the call is being recorded and will be available for you to check out later on the Horizon podcast, as well as YouTube. Uh, so please be sure to send your questions for the team on Mentee. I'll pin the link into the space shortly. Today, we're going to be kicking off our updates w with the engineering department. I'd like to welcome Roberto. Okay. Hello, everybody, and thank you, Erica. So today, I will be providing the most recent updates for the engineering department. Okay, let's start. Let's get started, as usual, with Zendu. And in particular, talking about the team's main focus now, focus and goal now, which is Zen release 3.2.0. Release is ready, and the infrastructure team, along with the development team, have worked together to bundle the PRs and update our repository. So work is in progress. We are also going to update our infrastructure as well. But uh, the, the work basically started. But for this, we performed the analysis uh, uh, various sidechain upgrade paths, and specifically we are focusing on the possibility to upgrading SNARK circuits on sidechain. And in this activity, we are evaluating all the impacts on our Zendu. Uh, also, we are sorting out the last details related to the management of key rotation. So we are aligning uh, lib version, different interface, providing the last comments to the, uh, to the PR. Then for what record belays, 043 release is available. Okay, so this new release was needed to provide a fix of an issue that was found during performance test. And it's related to the max package size. Basically, there was a bug preventing large, very large, but valid blocks to be shared between pairs, peers. And so this has been fixed, and that's the reason for this new release. Uh, also, development on key rotation features are progressing as planned, and we are also defining the supporting infrastructure to further develop stress test, define more meaningful uh, transaction per second benchmarks. Other important activities are related to the endogenous token. The evaluation is ongoing. We are working closely with the business development and program team. Uh, Sparks improvement, uh, basically we are working on uh, Scala version upgrade and this activity is in progress. And non-season sidechain, uh, we are moving on the Python test, so in increasing and improving the uh, code coverage we test. On the other hand, for what regards the EVM, fee management and orphan transaction management are completed, ready to be included in M2 release. We are merging content from 0 for 0 candidate and the activity is completed, basically solving the last minor conflicts. And that's it for the EVM and the Blaze uh, activity. So lastly, most recent update um, regarding the proving system. So we are designing and prototyping a PCD scheme in Plonky 2. We have a first proof of concept of and working endless recursion with Plonky2. Plonky2, and this is currently being reviewed by our uh, crypto researcher. So it's uh, been internally reviewed, while other activity relate to 
risk zero proof verifier. So we are writing a gadget to verify risk zero proof with Bronchi 2. And we are also writing coprocessor for EVM like operation in risk zero. Okay, so these are uh, two important activities that are both in the early development stage. And last but not least, also the proving system team has, has worked on the uh, supporting the sidechain key, key rotation. So we have, as I mentioned before, a PR. This has been uh, uh, internally reviewed and is be, is ready to be shared internally in the one or two days. Okay. Um, so these were the main point for this weekly insider. And back to you. Thank you, Roberto. And now I'd like to welcome Victor and Angie for product and token mint updates. Thank you, Erica. I'm sharing uh, the updates for today on Twitter. Um, for the EVM sidechain, we are happy to announce that we have uh, internally released uh, our milestone 2 that is now in the hands of our DevOps engineers uh, uh, for the internet deployment in two different environments. One is the uh, internal testnet uh, that we'll be using since a while uh, as our uh, disposable environment for testing and also on, uh, uh, let's say, public testing, but of course uh, in a, a stealth, uh, let's say, uh, way so that uh, we are the only users. Just because uh, uh, this is the first time release this release, Milestone 2, uh, goes live and uh, we expect some bugs. And uh, uh, we did, uh, let's say, let me recap uh, the content of this release. Uh, this for us, uh, for the initial uh, scope, uh, is code complete. So all the features that allow for forward transfer and backward transfer uh, are there already. And uh, there is uh, the EVM inside uh, that is, uh, of course, the core of this development of the sidechain uh, with all the major, uh, uh, actually, uh, with all the set of uh, RPC, uh, RPC methods implemented. Um, we uh, are, together with that, uh, uh, measuring also the performance uh, on in terms of throughput, but not only. And actually, given that we have uh, assessed the performance of uh, uh, the throughput of UTXO sidechains uh, uh, that are built on top of uh, Blaze SDK, by comparing them uh, with uh, the early performance testing of uh, the EVM sidechain, we have understand uh, we have understood uh, some bottlenecks that we are uh, now one by one removing or uh, understanding uh, where to tune uh, the performance to get them better. And uh, it's now the time for uh, a mempool optimization uh, in order to have this uh, performance, uh, let's say, be uh, a lot more, uh, a lot better. Uh, we have also understood or uh, starting assessing the RPC uh, uh, server performance as well. Uh, on their own, so in terms of how many calls uh, we can uh, do uh, in a second, in a second, and uh, this measure will be used uh, to uh, have, um, let's say, a rough idea on how many nodes we need uh, to speed uh, to spin for our uh, node network uh, to withstand all the traffic that we expect, um, and then that's mainly what we are doing in terms of uh, performance testing. So at the end of the day. We are understanding which are the bottlenecks of performance in terms of throughput and not only, 
and removing them uh, one by one uh, with optimization and uh, uh, making the performance a little, uh, a little better. As anticipated last time, we have a bit of delay on the overall uh, timeline of the project, uh, given that we introduced more security for uh, the sky chain. So we will expect uh, uh, to be ready, not by the end of this, uh, of this year, but just uh, a, little, uh, a little bit later. Um, first with a testnet release and then also in mainnet. Um, that's all from, from my side. I pass it over to Angie. Thanks. Thank you, Victor. Um, all right, so quick updates on Token Mint. Last week, um, we released um, Token Mint NFT functionality um, with, uh, to test it using the SDK uh, 043, uh, and this is complete. So uh, our NFT functionalities are on testnet currently. You can try that and you can uh, test that out. Uh, so next, um, we are working on upgrading our token min mainnet. This is our very first sidechain upgrade um, on mainnet. And this includes the SDK latest version, which is 043. Uh, please note that uh, on mainnet, there's no NFT functionality yet, but uh, we are targeting to release this very, very soon. Um, also, we have ongoing audits to make sure that we uh, are addressing any issues or any uh, bugs before we release NFT features to mainnet. Um, so that's it uh, from, from our side. We, we just keep uh, uh, working on this and we'll keep you posted. Um, so please expect the NFT functionality on mainnet very, very soon. Thanks everybody and back to you, Erika. Thank you, Angie. And now for marketing updates, I'll be brief because we have a special speaker today. Um, so this week we are going to be uh, hopefully launching some more content about ZenCon Zero. So just keep a lookout for that. Um, if there are any uh, videos or speaks that you guys or talks that you guys specifically want to see, please let us know. Um, we'll try and put an emphasis on getting that content out sooner, um, if at all possible. Uh, now, I would like to welcome Jonathan from Pipeflare to talk about the new uh, Kong Hero game that, that they're launching. Awesome. Um, can you hear me okay, Erica? Yep, sounds good, Jonathan. Okay, amazing. Well, it's good to be back. Uh, yeah, Erica, thanks for the introduction. So we're launching a really fun and exciting game uh, called Punk's Hero. Uh, and it's the first game that will be using the Token Mint platform. So it's almost like a Super Mario Brothers type game where you uh, have to navigate enemies and obstacles. And along the way, you'll be collecting Punk's tokens. Um, and this will all be run through uh, the Token Mint platform. So it's a great use case to see uh, how we can use Token Mint in, in real life. And the cool part about the game as well, in addition to the tokens and the technology, is that it will have leaderboard rewards. So we'll have the top 20 players earning around $125 a week. So it's going to be uh, great from all angles. And like Angie mentioned, we're testing NFTs on mainnet soon at Horizon. So we're, this is the MVP. This is the beta of the game. This is the first step. So this is the launching point. So how do we take this game that we built and incorporate all of the different features of Token Mint? Um, how do we put NFTs into the game? Um, how, how do we 
put maybe Rob as a character into the game with like a special Krav Maga kick. Um, Guys, or... let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy here, please. Professional. <laughs> so, uh, so essentially uh, what we're looking for this week from the Horizon community is to play the game, give us some feedback and see how we can make this a really special, fun, but also technologically savvy game for the entire community. Um, it'll be launching in. It'll be launching this week, and once it launches, we'll send a link out to Erica and the marketing team so that they can send it to everybody here on this call. So I just want to say that we've been working on this game for about three months. So thank you to everyone on the Horizon team that has worked really hard to make this a reality. A lot of work and coordination went into it. And hopefully everyone here will enjoy the game as much as we do. Thanks, Erica. Thank you, Jonathan. And I'm super excited to start testing the game. Um, all right, everyone. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our leadership updates with Rob and the Q&A session. Hello, hello. I don't know how it can go after Jonathan's big announcement there. That's pretty, pretty darn cool. Uh, and please, no Rob character. Let's, uh, let's keep this professional, like I said. Maybe a, a cool punks hero. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, in terms of updates, uh, I've got a bunch here for you. You've heard a bunch already from the team. So just to reiterate some of that stuff, uh, just so you guys are always aware of like the big direction where we're going, keeping it simple. Uh, the big priority is so Togi Mint right now is taking some precedence because we just had our very own first our, our, our first game from our very own Jonathan and the newly branded Layer 3 Technologies, uh, or Layer 3 Labs, sorry. Um, really excited about this. This is huge for a variety of reasons. The fact that we finally have our first thing running on this blockchain that we put out there. You guys know we put out this chain. One is kind of a demonstration to show, yeah, we can launch a blockchain on this protocol that we, we created. Uh, great. Uh, but now let's start doing stuff with it. And, you know, the whole, like, can we launch a blockchain involved a variety of moving parts to actually have a complete platform. And we've done a bunch of updates on what those things were, like a wallet, Cobalt, an explorer for it, um, you know, a, a dApp, so you can actually mint tokens and it's, it could actually be useful and easy, easy to use. Now we're going to the next stage, which is let's launch uh, fun things on it, like games, our first game. And let's use our first token. Uh, punks token with it. Um, so we'll see how that goes. This is also a bit of a real life stress testing uh, process for us, like Jonathan mentioned. So I'm really pumped for it. Have fun, check it out, play the game. And I know Jonathan's already, uh, with, you know, from um, pipeline to layer three, they've built out a really fantastic and large community and they're going to point them towards token uh, So that's the really cool thing here to see how everything uh, handles under kind of extreme load. Uh, for us. So anyway, great job on that, guys. So really, really pumped. The EVM project pushing forward. And you guys knew we had uh, a bit of a revamp for it called a hiccup, whatever you want there. It was really related to security and, uh, you know, scaling this thing out. So as things change, we needed to just explicitly understand what our upgrade process would be for this, or really for any sidechain that we launch. And with EVM, because this is a project for which we're also going to launch accompanying uh, important campaigns to get real value on that chain. A lot of different smart contracts that bring DeFi applications and TVL on chain. We really need to make sure that we get this right and security is the most important thing for us. And as we're going through this on testing, you guys know the story, 
Uh, we realized that we just didn't have what we consider an adequate upgrade process for security. Um, so we decided to pause, not pause, but um, re change the baseline of that project to incorporate a more sophisticated uh, signatory circuit so that we can actually have a, a more seamless upgrade process. Anyway, a lot of details there, but guys, the, the TLDR for it is that this caused a three month slip to baseline uh, or to deliver the project because we modified the baseline. It's a much better project for it. I definitely stand by it. Obviously delays suck, but this one's definitely worth it. And we're pressing full steam ahead on it. The team is, has been coordinating and we're maturing all those plans, the new baseline, and I'm sure we'll get more details up for you guys. But what I want to say is we also had a delivery last week. I don't know uh, those of you who have been paying attention to it. Zane mentioned to me the other day that you know, we're just going to get to a point in this project where people don't even realize the things that we're delivering because it's just constant. We're going to have like a dozen different things that are in constant delivery mode, whether they're by sprint delivery mode every two weeks or whether they're monthly or whether they're quarterly. Whatever it is, we're going to have just a constant stream of deliveries from all the different work lines. And that's exactly what's starting to happen. And that's what's cool about it is we're starting to get things out there like new versions of Cobalt, like what went live last week. And few people noticed because it was a flawless delivery. Um, so huge kudos to uh, Eureka and the team for getting that out there. Another fantastic update. You guys check it out. We posted uh, you know, details there on Discord, but obviously you can go to our, our main website and download it, try it out. Or it's actually on the Chrome store. Um, so it's just a different shift in how we do things. And that's just really nice to see. We expect more of it. So I'm actually, the final thing I wanted to mention is I'm, I'm back in Milan, back in the office here. And the primary goal of this trip is to start hashing out what our 2023 roadmap is going to be. We had a question last week, on uh, last week's Weekly Insider about uh, roadmap for the next year. That's why I'm here. We're not going to have a roadmap by the end of the week, but we are kicking off uh, some of these really important conversations so that we can get different uh, work streams going and research and analysis so that we can have a coherent and meaningful roadmap for the coming year. Uh, now, in Q1, next year, I can tell you explicitly what's going to happen in Q1. We're going to deliver that EVM, and we're going to deliver on sidechain to sidechain capabilities. These are those two things. I made a bold statement in, at ZenCon Zero. Uh, bold, maybe foolish. Who knows? Uh, we'll see. TBD on that one. But I, I said I want to get a dozen uh, sidechains in production next year. That's predicated on the EVM delivery, first and foremost. And then to the extent that we're going to create value out of those sidechains that we deliver, we really need to get sidechain to sidechain interoperability. And that's what that, that protocol is all about. These are the two biggest goals of the organization on the technical side. And we're pushing full steam ahead on those. Now, beyond that, we have a lot of work to do. And that's why we're kicking it off now. What's different with this year's planning session is that it's truly holistic and integrated across the organization. And we're gonna have all elements of the organization uh, coming together to figure out what will be that key differentiator horizon. What in some years from now will the world look at horizon and say, horizon does X. That's the big thing that horizon is known for. And then once we have a decent answer to that, and you guys are all comfortable and we can all agree, maybe not everyone, but if we can get general consensus that horizon should be the chain to do X, um, then we can tailor everything towards that, like everything from our main chain work to the side chain work, to the consensus that we want for main chain or side chains into the SDK, how the SDK is tailored for what type of market. All of these things come together once we, we have some general consensus on Horizon is the chain that will be known for X. Now, that's obviously uh, easier said than done. There's a lot that goes into it and we shouldn't just pull it out of our butts. We should have some real research 
uh, and thought that goes into what, you know, what direction we choose to, you know, we choose. Now I can tell you uh, what, what I want for uh, Horizon Labs as a new company really driving a lot of this development in the Horizon ecosystem. I really want us to be in, and I know this is cheesy, but I'll, I'll just say it, you know, externally here, because I say it to our team, I want Horizon Labs to be the Google of crypto. Uh, what this means is we need to become a product powerhouse and combine that with deep R&D that's constantly ongoing, All right? So this is, this is not a binary choice of do we do product or we do R&D, this really is a blend. And getting that mix right is gonna be important because we do need to get a whole bunch of products out there to make Horizon a very uh, useful and used uh, ecosystem for sure. Uh, and Horizon Labs, a company, needs to have a, a bunch of product successes that get out there but at the same time, we really need to push the envelope of you know, what is the state of the art on our industry. And that research really just needs to be linked back to what is you know, Horizon going to be known for? What is that big X, that big random variable, that big thing that everyone knows us for? And we tailor everything towards that. So anyway, this is why we're kicking out these conversations now, because uh, you can't take them lightly. You have to put some deep thought in there. What I can say, though, is we have a fantastic organization uh, now in-house that uh, is just structured really well. Uh, we just set up a, a revenue and you know, strategy organization that's just systematically looking uh, at these questions or at least asking the right questions, then pulling people together to answer them. So we'll see. It's, uh, you know, nothing is or the process is really just kicking off now. We've got a lot of work ahead of ourselves. Uh, and you're going to hear a lot more of this as we you know, head towards the end of the year. But we're kicking off this process now. And obviously, the, the more we can update the community, the more we can publish and get out there for you guys, the better. And the more feedback we get from you about where you'd like to see us go, even better. Right. So anyway, that's all I've got here. We can open it up to Q&A. We've got another five minutes left. Okay, great. Uh, so the top three questions of the week start off with a question about EVM. The question is, when can we expect a testnet version of EVM that the community, the community can test? So I do know, but why don't we kick this over to, I don't know if uh, John or Victor want to, want to make any comments about that. I'm not sure if we're ready to give you guys an exact date. Are any of you still designated speakers? Is that Erica cut off her capability like she's trying to do for me right now? I can uh, still speak. Uh, um, cool. We have an official release by, let's say, uh, the first decade of uh, January. Uh, before that one, uh, we are open. We will foresee have another release uh, to anticipate the content. Uh, we may make it uh, public. Um, it's a matter of, um, let's say, under, uh, assessing before uh, uh, the robustness of that. But anyway, um, let's say that uh, people can get in contact uh, to have, uh, let's say, uh, access, uh, early access uh, uh, in case. But uh, uh, let's say that uh, the official testnet release is the, uh, the beginning of January. Okay, great, thank you. Now I'll go ahead and actually remove Rob's speaking abilities just because. Um, the next question is actually going to be for Jonathan uh, from Pipeflare. The question is, can we test Punk's Hero? Hey, yeah, so absolutely. So uh, we're, we'll be putting it live on a beta in uh, the next 48 hours and we'll share the link here with this community. 
uh, and that will give you an ability to do a couple things. One, uh, we encourage you to download Cobalt Wallet, of course, so that you can play the game and collect the tokens. Two, you'll be able to actually play the game. And then three, we have a withdraw feature where you'll be able to withdraw the tokens from the game into your Cobalt Wallet. So it kind of covers the entire cycle of connecting, earning, and withdrawing. So you'll be able to test all of that um, and we'll be circulating a document as well with comments so that if you have any issues, you can put them in a document. Um, if you have any issues connecting your Cobalt, first step, make sure you have the most recent version of Cobalt. We learned a couple of things about how to connect Cobalt and we made some changes to Cobalt. So if you have an older version, it won't work. It needs to be the most recent version. Uh, so that will probably solve a lot of the issues. And then we're also looking for feedback on the game itself. How can we improve it and make it more interesting with characters and weapons and obstacles, things like that. And then lastly, any feedback on the withdrawal process itself. Um, and it, it's very easy to test. You just need the link. And we'll share that in the next 48 hours. Fantastic. Thank you, Jonathan. And the final question is, hello, Rob, I'm Komi from Korea. Is an ecosystem currently being created on Horizon? Hi, Komi. Uh, yes, absolutely. And the fact that you're calling it from, or joining us from Korea probably means that uh, somehow, somewhere along the way, our fantastic Korean community got in touch with you. I, I imagine, unless it was completely random, but we actually have one of our strongest communities is the Horizon Korea community. And uh, we actually had Jung Hoon out here for Zencon Zero a couple of weeks ago. So there's going to be even more happening there. And I highly recommend reaching out to some of the guys in the community, see how you can get involved. But the short answer is absolutely yes. And we would love even more participation. Okay, amazing. Well, that is it for this week's Weekly Insider. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll see you again next Monday for the latest updates. Have a great week, everyone.